Welcome to the Career Medicine Podcast. I'm your host Nisar Ahmed. I'm the founder and editor of the blog careermedicine.com. And this is episode 12 of the Career Medicine Podcast and this particular episode is part of the uh, Day in a Life Off series uh, where I usually invite career uh, professionals and individuals from different walks of life to tell us about what their day-to-day looks like. And for today's episode I'm speaking with a startup entrepreneur and our guest name is Michael Campy and his startup is called Chillwall so Michael will be sharing his experience how he got started as an entrepreneur where he stands today some of the benefits some of the challenges of the career itself so Michael hey uh, welcome to the podcast Welcome. Yeah, thank you uh Nisar for having me. Uh we're big fans of your uh blog and podcast. We're excited to be joining you today. Oh, thanks. I'm I'm glad to hear that. Thank you very much. Uh so Michael, I mean, what I, what what I always like to do is uh get to know before we get into the actual career or job itself, I always like to uh, learn a little bit more about the individual or the person I'm speaking with. So Could you please introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Michael Campanelli. I'm the co-founder of chillwall.com. We're the world's event network where you can basically discover um anything uh fun things to do in two clicks. Uh and we're powered by a uh, advanced predictive algorithm because you know we believe searching uh is too much time um and we should be able to learn about what you like and help you discover things to do and then help you to, to attend going from uh like the first event discovery to actually um discovering and attending an event and um my experience is that I've had uh, over 15 years working in traditional uh marketing uh digital marketing telecommunications nisar and uh were, you know come from a strong corporate background but um i was really excited to make the leap over to become a startup entrepreneur and create a global uh startup yeah that that sounds exciting and i think uh that ties into one of the questions i'm asking how you made the leap and all that so uh, thanks for giving us a little preview of what we're going to talk about one i always like to ask uh, where my guests are from so uh, where are you calling from i mean uh, are you which city are you based out of okay, we're we're based out of toronto ontario canada okay and michael i uh, tell us something every i think most people listening most people know where canada is no matter where they're listening to is or they know where toronto is to tell us one fact or one cool stuff about Toronto that most people may not know or or anything anything new about Toronto. Uh sure, Nisar. Toronto is the world's most multicultural city. Uh it's a fascinating of all the world's cultures in one city. Uh we always like to joke that uh you know if you don't have any money to go traveling, you just need to visit Toronto because you'll see uh so many wonderful communities so many communities getting together and it just leads to great culture great festivals great food and restaurants and a wonderful fusion of these cultures that you really don't get a chance to see anywhere in the world and it was a little bit why i wanted to create a you know a digital startup that helped uh users kind of go from discovery to uh real world attendance in in basically two clicks And uh yeah I'm definitely biased about Toronto but um if you want to discover the world in 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 you know a couple of days come to Toronto. 
Yeah, I think that sums up Toronto more than anything else. The whole, it's like a melting pot. It's multicultural. Uh, so I totally agree with that. So I think you mentioned this a little bit. Uh, so I wanted to learn more about what a startup entrepreneur goes through. But I always, I'm always interested in the journey. So how does... Um, why don't you you tell, told us a little bit about the corporate world and making a leap so can you talk us a little bit more about the idea the germination of the idea and how you made this transition absolutely uh so i've worked uh, for some of canada's largest brands uh from bell canada to virgin mobile um and you know definitely pioneering some very successful uh, customer experience uh loyalty um, programs, especially in the digital marketing field, in terms of creating customer engagement. Um, but when you when you think about making a leap, and I, and it is really a leap because it's just so dramatically different than a corporate world. But at the same time, uh, to become a startup entrepreneur, it's extremely exciting because you're at the heart of innovation and you're at the heart of controlling um, or creating uh, something that could have a meaningful impact in, in a positive way on someone's life. And that's, you know, that's kind of the, the passion that I think, uh, you know, you really, you really bring and really would have an experience as a startup entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is it? Sorry, Michael, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was, I was just going to say that um, it's, it, you know, it's really not about uh, a corporate career being better or worse. I mean, sometimes we like to, to identify one being better than the other, but with a startup entrepreneur, you know, really every day is very exciting. It's very challenging. Um, but you're getting to use and to learn um, so many different skill sets um, as you're the one who's kind of at the heart of creating the innovation and creating a positive change. Uh, and, and and we have technology partly to thank for that. But we, we also have, um, you know, the, the true spirit of an entrepreneur is really seen in a startup company where you have to, you know, Nisar do everything, um, you know, whereas sometimes in a corporate world, you have a lot of supporting cast behind you, um, you know, to kind of support you and you can kind of, you know, focus on one key area and in a startup, we really have to do everything um, from, you know, learning a little bit about coding to uh, doing PR and uh, trying to create public relations and awareness. And, that, and and that's a lot of work, but it's also very exciting. That's a great segue into my next question, but I wanted to just repeat, uh, just reiterate what I just heard. In, in the corporate world, uh, everybody works in departments, silos. They, are, they have individual tasks and responsibilities. But as a startup entrepreneur, you're wearing multiple, multiple hats. You're wearing different hats. So you bring up a very good point. Yeah. So that's a that's a good segue, Michael, to my next question. So you you already gave us a preview. What does a day to day look like for a startup entrepreneur? Yeah, it's so a day to day is extremely exciting, extremely frustrating. It's a little bit like a roller coaster, and um, I know part of that is the the thrill of kind of going down the next uh, valley of on the roller coaster, and so with a startup. Um, What's exciting about this is that you don't have really a formal structure that you might necessarily have in the corporate world. Uh, so in the corporate world, you know, sometimes you know what your day is going to be like. You have it scheduled. You have your meetings. You can go in, you know, at nine and leave at five o'clock 
Um, in a startup world, it, it's it's changing on the fly. So uh, you never know what your day is going to be like uh, until the end of the day has actually occurred. But it's also exciting because you can, I think I've mentioned, you can, um, you're really innovating and creating. So, uh, you know, you're creating a thread um, and from that thread, uh, it takes you in many directions during the day. You also have to remember, too, that um, and generally with startups, they don't have a lot of money. So um, you always have to become more innovative in, in how you're going to complete your task or you have to be an excellent uh, motivator and leader sometimes to get the task done. And, and you even have to you have to motivate yourself uh, sometimes because the day uh, could be quite long and it could be uh, quite um, in some senses, it, it could be quite challenging. But usually at the end of the day, it's it's very fulfilling um, because you know you've achieved uh, something uh, and you've achieved it on a large scale. Michael, so w- one thing I wanted to ask you, uh, Michael, is uh, you mentioned challenges, you mentioned some benefits and things you enjoy. As I mentioned before, it takes a lot of courage to become a startup entrepreneur. So obviously, there are some things that you personally enjoy about the role. Uh, so what would they be? What are some of the things you enjoy about the role? Yeah, thanks, Mister. It, it, it's true. I really enjoy, uh, again, um, the ability to create a global solution to a problem that a lot of people may be currently having. So, in in our case, a lot of young millennials are, you know, having a very difficult time finding things to do, um, and we're just simplifying and making that a lot easier. And and absolutely, they can find things to do very easily on their digital phone, but to create a connection to the real world, and so that all kind of leads to. Um, you know, you you feel very motivated um, and you're very close to affecting a positive change. And this is something very important because a a startup entrepreneur's job is not necessarily nine to five. You don't kind of quit your job at five o'clock. You're you're kind of always, you know, part of the creativity cycle and always part of the the innovation cycle at at the very beginning. And, um, you know, this is something that's, that's very different um, from a traditional corporate world where um, roles are more clearly defined and there's a there's a hierarchical structure. Um, in a startup, there's not a hierarchical structure. It's, it's almost the exact opposite. And everybody, no matter who they are, they're making a contribution. And, you know, I think that's really important um, for someone who's looking to learn and grow um, because there's a tremendous amount of learning and growth that you're going to have every day uh, in, an, in a startup role. And the other thing is, uh, Nisar, what really also excites me is that we're really at the beginning of the internet. We're not at the end of the internet. And what that really means is that there isn't a long path of how to do things. Like sometimes there is in a corporate, in a more established corporate world. Um, and so you're always creating and learning and defining what that success is. And, and, and that can be very, very exciting because there's really um, – initially no right and wrong answers to a lot of the ideas that you might come up with it's it's all about learning and testing and and, and uh, creating a better fit and that's actually very exciting um, and motivating you know uh, during your day so if if, if i could uh, summarize what he just said it's about solving problems right solving problems on a larger scale that excites a startup because that's what companies do. Whether you're small or big, you solve people's problems. Absolutely, but it's a little. Then, but Nisar, it's a little bit more about you have a direct uh, impact and influence on solving that person's problems 
and you feel very vindicated uh, of solving that when you're in a startup because um, you're very close to all of your customers or you're very close to the solutions that you're attempting to provide for your customers. And you have to be in order to be successful. Yeah, that makes total sense. Uh, so any job, any, any interviews I've done, every job has challenges, right? There are always positives and I wouldn't call it negatives because it's, it, I would look at it as challenges or opportunities. So what do you say in your experience, Michael, would be some of the challenges of being um, that whether one can expect to face in, in this type of a situ, uh, career or job? Yeah, the, I mean, the very first challenge you're going to have is you're going to have uh, the challenge that if you're in a corporate world, you have a steady income. And so if you're going to become a startup, I'm going to use a founder, but even somebody who, who is willing to, to work uh, for a startup, you're going to probably take a cut in your income. And, you know, you have to be able to, in the short term, adjust your lifestyle for that. I mean, it will certainly have a much bigger payoff um, longer term, but you'll you'll have to first uh, be able to do that adjustment. And um, the second thing, the second, I don't call it a challenge. I look at it really as an opportunity is that you're really, um, especially if you're in the digital world, um, as most most startups generally are, um, you're really defining um, a new career path. You're defining a new way of of uh, work, and uh, you're at the cutting edge of that. And you know, some of that is is that you're cloud based and you can work from wherever you want. But some of that is also that there isn't defined roles, and you know that can be a very exciting job because it's it's really up to your ability and your contribution. Um, you know, you, you certainly work within clarity of of where you're trying to go, but that path isn't um, always as defined as it might necessarily be in a corporate world. And that's something that's both challenging, but it's also very exciting because you're positively affecting that change. And, and you know, at the end of the day, you feel very fulfilled. Yeah, that, that totally makes sense, right? Uh, it's about, uh, I, I think it comes down to a mindset. Right? It's just how do you look at the problem? Do you look at it as a challenge or, or like a problem, or you look at it as an opportunity? So I think that is something that uh, you managed to do very well. Um, I mean, I think there is no straightforward answer to this, but maybe you can try. How does someone listening to this? How does one go about becoming a startup entrepreneur? Yeah. So that's a great question. So there's really no ideal career path for this because of the fact that, um, you know, again, it's relatively, it's relatively new. We don't have hundreds of years of, of, of sort of history of this, but what I would say is what I would say first and foremost is that, you know, I'm a big believer in education. Um, you really, you really should get a solid education in whatever field that you, you, you want to go into. And then the second thing is that um, in any ideal career path, you always, like for me, the touchstones are, I always want to be learning, growing, and contributing. And um, there's different times in your in your career where you might want to become a startup entrepreneur. You could, perhaps one of the easier times is maybe when you're young and you're just out of school because you don't really have all the commitments um, that you necessarily might have in, in other careers. And so this is a great opportunity to kind of, kind of jump in and learn uh, on the fly. Um, but there's also other times where people have kind of worked and become very successful in their careers, and now they're they're looking to kind of 
take their career in maybe a slightly different direction. And, um, you know, that's why I always go back to, you know, are you learning, growing, or contributing in your role? Um, you know, some standard kind of roles are kind of I graduate from school, I go work for a big corporation for a couple of years, and then I, I decide to make some money and I go off and I do a startup. And that's absolutely fair. Um, it certainly helps with the monetary side of the world. Um, and you plus you get a little bit of experience. But um, today, you can also do it part time. Um, the only problem with doing things part time is that they tend to sometimes be slower in, in the achievement of the results just because your time is, is less. So um, I would say there's no there's no defined career path. It's a career path that that works for you. But there's definitely um, if you become a startup entrepreneur, you you're going to have to put in a commitment. Um, it's not easy. Um, it's not easy because you're not flush with a lot of money to start off with, like you necessarily might be in a large corporation. But it's um, certainly very rewarding. So you've explained getting there, right? Uh, you just now there is no ideal career path to getting to becoming a startup entrepreneur because there are many many roads you can take or many routes you can take. Uh, is there an ideal career path for someone who's already a startup entrepreneur? Someone listening to this, okay, okay, I want to be a startup entrepreneur, but where are what are some of the directions this will take me? Do do you have an answer to that? Do you have any ideas? Yeah, are you you're, you're more thinking about like what would be what would be the what, ideal? No, no. What I want to clear, what does an ideal career path look like once you are a startup entrepreneur, right? So, for example, someone like you, right? You're a startup entrepreneur. What happens next? So you you you're the founder of this company. The company grows big. What happens? then is what I'm asking after that. Oh, yeah. So, you know, usually once you get the startup bug, um, you certainly, and what's happened if we look kind of in the past, um, you certainly have this this passion, this bug. You go on, and I have a few friends who have done this, you go on to do another startup. Uh, or you go on to invest and help in other startups to bring more things to life because it's really um, – once you get a taste of the excitement of being a startup entrepreneur, I think it's it's really infectious. Um, having said that, um, there's nothing to say that you can't go back into a regular corporate world, and I think you'd offer an incredible skill set because you're flexible. Um, you're, you know, you're, you're always learning on the cutting edge, uh, so your skill set's always going to probably be a cutting edge. And also, you have a great ability to, um, from an organizational perspective, to um, have a respect and, and a good kind of understanding of the other roles that people are working on, and to kind of seamlessly fit back in. So I think there's lots of opportunities for startups, but the traditional um, is that they tend to, you know, get bit by the bug and they want to do another startup or um, go in and help invest if it does become successful in other startups. And I think you can see that. And if you look in Silicon Valley at the different uh, people who started up, that's what they've done. So once and you have done it, one of the routes is now you can help others to go through that success journey. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that's correct. And the other thing I want to mention to you is that with the career path, in certain careers, um, you have to, there's a very, very strong kind of set of rules of how do you advance in a career. And part of it is because you need to have a very specialized skill set. So for example, uh, if you're an engineer, um, you need to, you need to be trained as an engineer and you continue to uh, go on a, a very defined path. Um, 
uh, within engineering. And it's also probably very rewarding. But within a startup entrepreneur, the great thing is that you don't have to have any of those skill sets. So, um, you know, some people tend to think that a startup entrepreneur needs to be very technical and needs to know how to code. Um, and that's not actually true in today's world. A startup entrepreneur could be someone who um, graduated from a communications program or a marketing program, has a brilliant idea, um, and will kind of learn kind of a lean, agile, and you can learn it online, you can learn it through reading, uh, lean, agile development um, startup and bring in technical people. And that's, that's, that's probably what's also exciting is that um, it's not defined by a particular role or skill set in your career path development. Anybody can do it. That that makes total sense. Right? You you talked about uh, adding people to complement the skill sets that you lack. At the same time, technology has become very efficient, right? For right. example, I consider you know in sometimes I I consider career medis is in some ways a startup. I don't know coding, but there is technology to host a podcast. There's technology to host WordPress, for example. Right. There's technology to share. So the things have been built. So another thing you can do is if you if you lack, you don't necessarily need to code. You can just re- use resources like that to scale your business or startup. Absolutely, technology has really started to become democratized, and the brilliance of that is that it opens up new career paths for for so many new people. Um, you know, you could be a teacher. Um, and go and create a, a startup in, in the education field. Um, you know, whereas maybe 10 to 15 years ago, it was a little bit harder to do that. Um, you needed to have more of a technology person uh, at the very foundations of it. Now, for sure, you learn to align yourself with the correct um, skill sets. But one thing you learn, too, is that you learn that um, not one person today could have the skill sets to probably do things successfully, like in an organization. So you want to align yourself with um, number of individuals who have complementary skill set. And again, this is the rewarding and fulfilling part of it too, because you start to learn a bit of their skill sets that you might not necessarily have in other careers. And, and that's part of the exciting and motivating part of um, being a startup entrepreneur. So Michael, what, one of the last questions I have for you is what, uh, since you have lived the life, you're, um, you have lived the lifestyle, what advice would you or will you give to someone who wants to get in uh, and become a startup entrepreneur? Yeah, I would first congratulate anybody who even has this idea, you know, for taking the risk and for trying to make a positive effect and trying to see your, your ideas come to life. Because ultimately, we're, we're here to help and solve problems for individuals. Um, and there'll be a positive part of that. So, so the very first thing is I would, you know, congratulate them for even thinking about that. The second advice I would say is that, um, you know, there isn't a right career path. And I think we talked about that. And that's partly the exciting thing. Um, you know, for some people, it's great to go to school. And then after you graduate school, work in a corporate office. And then after that, um, maybe potentially go do a startup. And for other people, you know, maybe they want to work for a longer period of time and do it uh, maybe when they're closer to retirement. Um, we've, we've been given, you know, a great platform to do this at any time in our career. You know, Nisar, I remember one of the greatest sort of founders and sort of the, the, the mayor they call, you know, traditionally of Silicon Valley, his name was Robert Noyce. And Robert Noyce was the person who started um, 
a Fairchild Semiconductor and also Intel. He was the original. And his career path was, you know, he was a PhD. And, um, and this is in the 1950s, by the way. He was a PhD. He graduated, worked for a big corporate company, and then went and started, uh, went to more of what we call the founders of startup cultures today. Um, and it's interesting to see because, you know, that, that, was, that was so many years ago, and yet that today is being democratized, and, and that career path is being on a much larger scale. We're seeing people that now um, have a greater sometimes life balance because they, they're not, you know, a nine-to-five job. They can, uh, they can work around their schedules. You know, and we use this idea that, um, I'll give you a perfect example, social media. If I was a social media manager, um, in the past, um, if I was a marketing communications manager, in the past, I would have to be in an office 9 to 5 because that's when business was conducted. But today with scheduling and software and tools, I could, I could be a social media manager affecting what's happening during the day, but I could be working late at night. And that's the great thing with our, you know, the new world we're in and the new role um, that we're in is that the skill sets that are required to be successful are changing. They're skill sets that are requiring more flexibility, um, more openness to self-learning, uh, and more openness to iterating. Um, and these are these are not necessarily what was in the traditional kind of world uh, that we grew up. So we do live in a we do live in an exciting new world uh, right now. Um, and you know the career path is not um, defined like it was in the 1950s or the 1960s. So you can feel that no matter what your situation is, you can go and actually do it. You can make it work. Um, whether it's doing a part-time or whether it's doing full-time. Um, the advantage of doing it full-time in NISAR is that certainly it's more dedication um, and a higher likelihood that you'll be able to bring your idea to life. Thank you, Michael. Thanks for answering all the questions. And I think uh, your journey is inspiring and anybody looking to become a startup entrepreneur, this would be a great uh, interview to listen to. So appreciate your time. Thanks. Uh, thank you very much for joining. Thank you very much, NISAR, for having me. Yeah, uh, it's a pleasure. I learned a lot. I'm sure the people listening to as well. Um, okay, thanks, folks, for listening to this episode of the Career Medis podcast. I have uh, written a brief summary of the interview with links to Michael's website and his startup as well. Uh, I, and this will be included as part of a blog post on the website. If you liked what you heard, feel free to subscribe to the, the Career Medis podcast on iTunes. And for more ideas, content, resources, always go to careermedis.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, you learned something new with Michael, with the interview with Michael, feel free to post a comment or write a review. And if you really loved it, definitely go ahead and share the episode uh, with your social circle. Until next time, this is Nisar Ahmed, your host for the Career Medis Podcast. Thank you. Thank you.